Did you get my test? Oh, I didn't even check. That's okay. I guess we're just winging it, baby. Honestly, welcome to Boss Hacks. The sound might be shit today and we don't even care. So get over it. (laughs) This is about us wanting to hear our own voices. It's not about you wanting entertainment. Mm Mm-hmm. This is about me drinking Peach Propel out of my Love Island water bottle, and this is not about you. Has anyone approached you with your Love Island water bottle and been like, hey, Jennifer, let's, I'm going to, I'm here to graft. Listen, not yet, but I am certain that people will be grafting. People will be like, who's that Bev over there? Let's get cracking. <laughs> what does, what is a Bev? Oh, that's in season five. It's just like a thing that one of them tried to make happen that's not really real, but it just means you're like a babe. Oh, okay. Love that. Mm -hmm. We're gathered together here today to talk about Disney's River Country. And so before we start, do you want to establish yourself as someone who's not obsessed with Disneyland? I just, I don't even know what you mean, (laughs) what you want me to say to that. Are you? I don't know. I don't, I'm... I guess you could also establish yourself as someone who is obsessed with Disneyland. Okay, I see what you're, like, you're genuinely asking. I thought you were like, now please take a stance and reject Disneyland. (laughs) Join Uh, me in looking down on people who go several times a year. Yeah. My journey with Disney and the Disney parks is that I grew up in Virginia and so my park was Disney World. So I've only I only went there once in my childhood and that was my park though. And it was fun, but I was a teen on a marching band field trip and I really loved it, but I also went to Animal Planet and Universal Studios and all these other things around there and I was more I'm a roller coaster person. So I was more impressed by the big roller coasters like the hulk at universal studios and i just thought disney was really cute i had nothing against it but i wasn't like oh my gosh get me back so it wasn't until i was an adult and i went a couple more times as an adult that i was like okay i understand this and i like it yeah i mean that's kind of where i'm at i went to uh disneyland tokyo and tokyo disney sea and it was really 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 so cute and fun and i loved it But I would not consider myself a Disney Parks fanatic. But I'm friends with a lot of people who are. And that opened up my perspective a lot. And I like understand it now. That's my official statement. That makes it sound like it's some kind of religion or something that you didn't understand. And now you do. I think it does kind of sound like a religion. And I would argue that it is pretty close to a religion for people. So that's why I'm treating it with such delicacy and respect. I'm not a Disney person either. Like... I've been to Disneyland a handful of times and I like it, but I wouldn't go like people that spent like choose to go several times a year. That's fine for them. But I would rather go like places I haven't been than continually going back. Mm. Also, um, I, I think this is a good time to bring up the like that post where someone was like, I'm so sick of childless millennials going to Disney parks. Because I feel like Twitter really blew up and like had a funny reaction to that. Because like, live and let live. Let me go to the Disney was, park if I want to. <laughs> it was a New York opinion piece that was like, sorry, millennials, it's weird to go to Disneyland without children. Yeah. And it's like, obviously, let people live. 
it's like you're gonna spend a bunch of money taking your two-year-old there who's not gonna have any recollection of mm-hmm. going there yeah i don't know that's annoying Mm-hmm. i'm not here to judge people who go to disneyland a bunch of times per year i'm just saying that's the case for me is i can go once every five years and i'm good Mm-hmm. yeah i think i would like genuinely be kind of sad if i never went again so obviously i love it uh when i'm there yeah. but yeah i don't need the frequency i think what really shifted my perspective as well is uh when i started caring more about food like i've always loved food but when i started having very strong opinions about snacks and food i was like okay i can get behind disney because they always have like such cute fun treats and that's that's why i would go more often if they have like some special churro that's gonna go away soon like i gotta get myself over there you know yeah they do have good churros as far as i can remember it's been a while at Tokyo Disney, they had these little uh, mochi balls, and they were like the green aliens from Toy Story, and they were so cute and also very good. And that's my favorite treat from the Disney parks. Not that I have that that's much so experience cute. with them, but I was like, this is it. This is my treat. I don't know that I have a designated Disneyland treat. I know a lot of people like a Dole Whip. Oh, yeah, that stuff's good. My friend Paige, who you've met, uh, has a ranking of the parks that she's been to. And she said Disneyland Paris is the worst because they like people aren't as nice. It's just like everything is the same as the original Disneyland, but it's just not as good. The rides are like shorter and weirder and the seats are really small and you can barely fit in them and it smells like smoke. So (laughs) that's what she said about Disneyland Paris. Then her next um, in the ranking is Disney World, then Tokyo, and then the original is her favorite because you can't beat it in her words. So um, just from someone who is like a Disney goer, parks fan. Connoisseur. Yes, I would consider her and many of my friends in that circle connoisseurs of the parks. So I trust her. Okay, but like you said. rank Disney World. She said that that's her, yeah, so she said Paris is the worst, then Disney World is, like, the next up, then Tokyo, then California, the original. Oh, I thought Disney World is supposed to be way better than Disneyland. I've never been because, I, yeah, I don't know why. I just haven't. Having been to both and having Disney World be my first experience, well, just kidding. I actually went to Disneyland when I was, like, three And I remember Star Tours, and I loved it. But my first experience, like, really drinking it in and having my own personality uh, was Disney World. And i that's, like, more my scene because it's all the same stuff, but it's, like, slightly newer and bigger. And there's also more stuff to do around it. So that's, like, my thing, and I like it. But there's not that much of a difference between the original and Disney World except for the original is like cuter and the original and so people are loyal to it and there's not a bunch of stuff around it it's like just that and you just go there for that so yeah and Walt Disney's body is not at the Florida one so well but also they got rid of Tower of Terror and remade it into like a Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Disneyland so yeah and California Adventure 
if yeah. we're getting if we're gonna get technical sorry thank you so much for clarifying and um check Disney yourself World still has tower of terror and that was my favorite ride when i went there when i was like 14 okay but so, like you said we're talking about a park a, that is not open anymore so tell me about it i don't know that much about it it's called river country and it was the first water park at walt disney world it's was located along the shores of Bay Lake near Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campgrounds. It had the lake water come into it. I'm not entirely sure how it worked. Just just know it had lake water because people speculate that the reason it was closed is because a child got an amoeba and he ate his brain and it died. he died within like a week. I know I'm kind of jumping the gun talking about why it closed, but... Another reason people speculate is because September 11th kind of ruined tourism for a while because no one wanted to take a plane anywhere after that. So it closed in, oh, so it closed in 2005. So I guess that was like close enough to 2001. That makes sense. No, it closed in 2001, November 2nd. But then the, like, yeah, so they didn't reopen in the next coming season in 2002 but then in 2005 disney announced that it would be closed permanently oh so it really was like right after it was like what a month or two after september 11th yeah yikes there was another park nearby that was a disney park called discovery island that had closed in 1999 and so those were the only two parks in Disney company history to close permanently. Oh. Yeah. I'm I'm not like a huge Disneyland person, but I am fascinated by like like I've showed you those videos where it's like attractions that have been abandoned or like people dying in Disneyland, stuff like that. Yeah. No, I'm very, very interested in deaths at Disneyland. We're goths. We're goth alt babes. <laughs> we might as well um be doing a photo shoot in a graveyard right now but yeah let's talk river country (laughs) tell me more it was described as an old-fashioned swimming hole with with a twist of huckleberry finn then the original working title was pops willow grove it opened in 1976 so it was open for 25 years 1976 to 2001 um it featured a sandy bottom and unique water filtering system using confluent water from the adjacent bay lake which was dammed off, creating a natural-looking artificial lagoon. So that's what I was talking about earlier. Is that, like, the one where they used to have real, like, people playing mermaids and, like, diving in it and stuff? Or was that just a... I do not know. I do remember that at the original park when I was, like, a child and being like, are mermaids real? (laughs) Was it confirmed to you that they were real? Like, did you leave the park as a child being like, hell yeah? No, but I would like to have been, have, have done that, I mean. Okay, hold on. Did uh, you did you believe in Santa Claus? Yeah, for a little while. I was scared of Santa Claus, actually. I want to hear more about that right now. <laughs> As a child, I was too scared to sit on his lap because he scared the shit out of me. I mean, that was probably a good instinct. You were a, a young child and he was a strange old man with a belly and a beard and like a bag full of who knows what. I mean, my parents aren't the sentimental types that would like take us to the mall to get our picture taken on his lap or anything. But 
just when there would be like one at a ward Christmas party or family Christmas party, I'd like freak out and be like, I don't want to be in the room. (laughs) That's my reaction to Chucky and Annabelle. But yeah, you react that way to Santa. And I respect it. (laughs) I can. Oh, my gosh. I can tie this subject back to Disneyland so easy. (laughs) Go on. Because I used to, when I was a tiny child, I don't know what age I was, definitely under 10, I was, I was afraid of the characters that would walk around in the costumes. Mm. Like, that scared me that, like, Tigger was out and about. <laughs> and so I'd, I'd fake asleep on my mom's lap when one would come close. Oh, that's very cute. <laughs> yeah, but... But my brother will never let me forget it and will put in cards or something and be like, remember when you were 15 and you'd fake asleep because you were scared? I wasn't 15. It was just, it's just a mean joke. That's good. It's kind of like um, how my sister one time, like for for the record, I'm going to go on record on this podcast and say I'm very good at giving massages. But my sister Catherine. Boys? um, Hey, listen up, boys with a Z. (laughs) But my sister, like, won't let me have that. (laughs) And one time I was giving her a massage and, like, uh, working out this knot. And I was like, you have a really big knot right here. And she was like, that's my bone. And the reason I'm telling that story is that for, like, seriously, for the rest of my life, she will bring it up probably, like, once a year or more. And every single time she does, I'm like, yeah, I know. You bring it up all the time. (laughs) It's, like, a source of, it's a source of, like, it's a joke, but obviously there's some real tension there. Because you're like, stop dogging on me. It was an honest mistake. Like, it was an honest mistake. And also, I'm going to also go on record because she'll probably never hear this. I don't think that I don't think that that's the truth. <laughs> I think that she probably really had a knot. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something worse. Like, since you're like, she's probably never going to hear this. What a bitch. What a bitch. No, like, um... As always, if my sister's a bitch, it's in, like, a fun, cute way, just like me. Aww. No, but it's just fun. Like, she does stuff like that all the time. She'll just be like, remember how? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. I massaged your bone. Ha ha. Really funny story. (laughs) That's stone cold. Yeah. I was just watching the Jonas Brothers documentary on Amazon, and, um... They have they have that energy like big time, just like brotherly squabbles. I could talk about the Jonas Brothers all day, so we should probably move on and we'll do an episode about them. Okay, I agree. But so River Country, if you look it up anywhere, there there's people who have snuck in to like look at it in the old slides and stuff. There's a rumor that. The lights go on at night and the music that played still goes on at night. Somebody presented it as fact in a YouTube video and I'm like, I don't know if that's true, but that would be fun to believe. Wow. that I mean, 
I wish yeah, you could and have if seen you get my caught- face when you told me that because that I am very scared of that fact. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of that um, North Korean city that's like the peace city that they they used to try and get people from South Korea to defect because it plays music and it's like these fake houses and it's like it's called the Peace Village. Ooh. Wow. But that's fun. That is so eerie. And if you get caught sneaking in to go look at it, then you can get banned from Disney parks for life. Oh, my gosh. I don't really know how they would, like, check up on that. Can someone buy a ticket for you? It seems like you could find a a way in if you really wanted to. Yeah, I'm sure you can. There's a lot of people that have YouTube videos where they go into it and film around. And so it's like, yeah, you would know who did it (laughs) Mm -hmm. for that, you know. So there's people who want it to be restored, but... It's like it's too overrun with like wildlife and the swamp, the Florida swamp land has overtaken it. Disney's just going to demolish it. On March 5th, 2018, Disney filed permits for a new mystery development labeled Project 89 to be built along Bay Lake and over the former River Country site. A week later, it was rumored that Project 89 will most likely be another themed hotel resort or a DVC timeshare property. Project 89? Yeah. This is like Area 51. Let's storm Project 89. (gasps) What if we kissed at Project 89? (laughs) A hotel resort was confirmed two months later on May 31st, 2018. Well, I guess that's almost three months later, just to get technical. And the most remaining structures at the park, including the remnants of the up- upstream plunge pool, were demolished on 4-20-2019 to make way Please. for the development of the new hotel. <laughs> but you can still get online and, like, look at videos of it, of people trespassing. I have, like, a, a thing where I just want to trespass all the time, but, like, I'm too much of a rule follower to actually do it like i want to go to all the abandoned subways in new york but like most of them you can't go to or get to and i'm like i don't know man (laughs) i want to go to all i want to go inside every house that doesn't belong to me and just like dig around and stuff i just feel like in another life i could be like an italian job style thief or like like bling ring or something so you want to be a shit bag is what you're saying? Yes, for the record, ma'am. <laughs> Let the record show that Jenny's an aspiring piece of shit. <laughs> there are worse uh, things I seen... could do. True, but have you seen Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark yet? No. Oh, it involves trespassing. But I'm scared of trespassing because I don't want to be alone in a creepy old place. Well, I guess I don't want to necessarily be by myself, like, but I do. (laughs) I want, see, that's the thing. I want to do that, but I guess I have the same fear. Like, I'm afraid of people. I'm afraid of getting in trouble. I'm afraid of being in an abandoned place by myself and, like, meeting some kind of predatory person. It's all very scary, but obviously fascinating to me. Just something really alarming that I learned so, so recently is that You know how in the Ghostbusters theme song, there's that part that's like, Ghostbusting makes me feel good. Um, I just, like, 
maybe a month ago learned that he doesn't say ghost busting makes me feel good. He just says busting makes me feel good. I hate it and it has changed the song a little bit for me and I just, I don't know, I'm still reeling from the news, you know? I'm disgusted and I wish I hadn't known. I actually have never seen the original Ghostbusters, only the (gasps) womanly remake. Wow. It's because you're such a feminist. (laughs) Exactly. Even as a child, you were like, I won't watch this until it's all women. Yeah. Well, I don't think, I think I was, had seen like excerpts of it like as a child, but I was kind of scared of it. I I love the original Ghostbusters. It's very good. And Bill Murray completely steals the show. And that's that. Also, Sigourney Weaver is so, so beautiful. She is. She's even beautiful in Holes from the movie from 2003. When I mean, she's not supposed to be a hot piece in that, but she is very beautiful. But she absolutely is. Like, she pulls off the sort of, like, hot cowgirl mom jean white trash vibe that they were going for it's very good yeah dude i love if we her. could all be so lucky yeah here are some facts about river country that i just looked up okay so you already said that it was originally pop's willow grove and basically the imagineers drew inspiration from the works of mark twain so that was supposed to be like the unifying theme and it was supposed to embrace the fun loving carefree spirit of huck finn do you think mark twain would have liked this disney shit great question my understanding of mark twain's personality comes mostly from like all of the different versions of him in pop culture so i have no fucking idea but the mark twain that um appears in star trek next generation he would be very interested in this disney shit i think i haven't seen star trek next generation is do they like do some time traveling yeah (laughs) i just feel like like i've seen so many versions of mark twain in like things just episodes of touched by an angel and star trek and (laughs) just like Lots of fucking sci-fi stuff. So you would say you're a Mark Twainologist? <laughs> I'm a fake, I'm like a fictional Mark Twainologist, yes. Cool, 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 cool. I don't know. Uh, All I'm saying is I don't know anything about the guy, He, but he always seems very cool when people pretend to be him in pop culture. I thought he seemed kind of curmudgeonly. Yeah. Which, I mean, is also cool. I don't think that there's anything wrong with being a curmudgeon. Yeah, absolutely. Like an interesting curmudgeon, though. Like one that has, like, a lot to say and, like, interesting ideas. And so it's endearing that he's a curmudgeon. Let me bring it back to River Country. It opened in June 1976, and President Ford's 18-year-old daughter Susan helped officiate and marked the park's debut by riding down the 260-foot whoop and hollow slide into Bay Cove. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she was like the christening. Hmm. I wonder if she liked that. Like, I wonder if she was, like, scared of it and mad that she had to do it, or if she was like, this is so cool. There were as many as 4,700 guests per day. 
to the swimming hole, whitewater rapids, raft rides, rope swings, beaches, or plunge down, or there was a plunge down. Hold on, let me, I can't seem to formulate a sentence right now. (laughs) I'm going to give up on that one. Another fact about River Country is Goofy was their official mascot, and he could be found wearing swim trunks and riding different attractions throughout the park. Starting in 1998, they started having all-American water parties on the 4th of July at River Country, and there was, like, tug-of-war and sack races and barbecue and a banjo band, and, like, all the Disney characters would be there so apparently they had like a it was a very all-american time that sounds fun it really does i want it to be the fourth of july and us to hang out again i know i just want it to be like a couple months back so that i have more summer and um more time to just like not worry about anything and just eat barbecue so i wanted to go back on like the kid that the 11 year old kid who died of the amoeba Mm -hmm. the article the ap article that said it um it was in 1980 uh is when this happened and some two cd center for disease control officials said there was no reason to blame disney world for the tragedy because the amoeba can breed in almost any freshwater lake during hot weather so it wasn't like some kind of thing that Disney did. But is there something or they like, could have done to prevent it? Because it seems like they're ignoring the fact that you could prevent it since you're like a professional water park. That's a good point. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Fresh I'm just giving spin. the facts. Well, I mean, do you? Because I have some just quick deaths at Disneyland. I know it's not river country, but I'm. No, I'd love to hear them. Just give me those deaths, baby. Okay. So um, here are some that are interesting. I mean, there's some where like a someone is like crushed under a bus or whatever. I don't think that's as interesting. <laughs> not impressed. So That don't impress me much. Here's one that I think is crazy. In 1987, there was a mob war in a Disney parking lot that resulted in a boy's death. So there was like... A mob war? Yeah, so there were like rivaling gang members that were in this brawl in the parking lot. And they started um, shooting and an 18-year-old... No, a 15-year-old boy ended up getting shot and died. My favorite one, I'm going to recall this to memory because I feel like it. Well, not my favorite one, but there's... So the thing about Disneyland deaths is how weird it is because it's like you're supposed to be happy when you go there. Nothing bad's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a break from the real world. Yeah. Just wanted to say something profound, you know? So two kids stayed on, like, Tom Sawyer Island. Uh-huh. And it was, like, an 18-year-old boy and his 10-year-old brother, and they stayed there overnight but in the night they decided... I remember I, this one. It, it just like weird and creepy to think about the park being closed at night is what I think. Yeah, because they like stayed on Tom Sawyer's Island overnight to try to just like hang out and swim across the river once everyone was gone. When they wanted to leave the island, they decided to swim across the river despite the younger brother not knowing how to swim. So the 18-year-old put the 10-year-old on his back and tried to swim across. The older brother... St- just drowned because he was being 
weighed down by the brother, and then his body was found the next morning. The younger brother was able to stay afloat by doggy paddling until Red Operator rescued him. Yeah, that's like, that's just so dark. Because it's like just these two brothers trying to have a good time and like doing something dumb, but they just wanted to hang out and like swim in some water. And the one, like the older one died saving the younger one. Like, not saving, but kind of, because he didn't know how to swim. Ugh. There's that one, let's see, on the Columbia boat that was, like, the first one that was just strictly the park's fault. It it wasn't user error, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, a heavy metal cleat fastened to the hull of a sailing sh- the sailing ship Columbia tore loose, striking one 30-year-old employee and two park guests. One of the guests, a 33-year-old man, died of a head injury in the UCI Medical Center two days later. The normal tie line, an inelastic hemp rope designed to break easily, was improperly replaced for financial reasons by an elastic nylon rope which stretched and tore the cleat from the ship's wooden hull. Yeah, like I said earlier, this accident resulted in the first guest death on a Disneyland ride that was not attributable to any negligence on the part of the guest. Oof. Well, I think there's another one like that. Yeah. Oh, the Thunder Mountain? I was thinking of the Space Mountain one. Okay, you tell me that one. Well, okay, so there's a a woman, she was 31, and she rode Space Mountain, and then she, like, couldn't even get off the ride when it was over, and um, so, like, she got sick, and the employees told her to stay seated while the vehicle was removed from the track, um, but the other ride operators didn't realize that her vehicle was supposed to be removed, so they sent her through the ride a second time, and she, like, got to the unloading zone and was, um, like, n- like semi-conscious and then, like, got to the hospital and was in a coma and died a week later. So that actually is their fault, but weird, right? What was wrong yeah, that- with her? There was one, I can remember it vaguely happening because, I don't know, I was old enough to recognize, to have a concept of death, I guess. So it says, a 22-year-old man died after suffering severe blunt force trauma and extensive internal bleeding in a derailment of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad roller coaster that also injured 10 others. So it was improper maintenance, so it was another thing where it was their fault. Fasteners on the left side upstop wheel guide on the floating axle of the locomotive were not tightened and safeties in accordance to specifications. As the train entered a tunnel, the axle came loose and jammed against a brake section, causing the locomotive to become airborne <gasps> and hit the ceiling of the tunnel. Isn't that crazy? Have, do you remember that ride? Which ride? Uh, Thunder Mountain. Oh, Yes. The locomotive then fell on top of the first passenger car, crushing the victim. Oh my gosh. Ugh. I feel like getting crushed is one of the worst ways to die. Like, drowning is the worst, and then getting crushed by something seems pretty bad. True. Oof. Yikes. The people movers killed a lot of people. I mean, there's like more than one story about the people movers um crushing people in the parks because there's like yeah but most of them were them trying to move like they were trying to 
go between cars or something. Yeah, which is totally their fault, but, like, that is pretty dark. Yeah, like, it's... Yeah, that would suck. It, yeah, because... The confidence, like, having the confidence that you can just, like, jump back and forth between cars or, like, do something that you're not, like... That's the nut, like what I was saying earlier about being a rule follower. Like, I, of course, I want to jump from one car to another. Of course, I want to like trespass and go look at this cool thing. But if you tell me not to, I just assume that it's because I'm gonna die <laughs> if you if I do. So like, I don't understand like the confidence of someone to be like, oh yeah, I can totally do it and just like jump onto like a moving thing. <sighs> I don't have anything else to add. If you have any closing statements, I'm here to hear them. <laughs> I don't have an official statement at this time, but RIP River Country. RIP thinking of you, sweetie. <laughs> RIP um, Project 89. Turns out it was just a resort or whatever. I mean, it's not, it's real, so it's not like. Yeah, it's just you boring. Don't need to RIP now. it. <laughs> Yeah, R.I.P. my in hopes and sense. dreams for Project 89 being cooler. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for chatting with me today, you boss hag. You boss-ass hag. You're welcome. Anytime. Thank you for chatting with me and teaching me about river country. Anytime.